It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Where you go, Auburn fans? Welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion, part of the E2C Network. I'm AJ Richardson, and I'm also here with Ben King to talk about the 2019 football season. Ben, how are you doing? We are less than one Saturday away from this. We only have one more Saturday to go through, and then we'll be there. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. It, next Saturday kicks off football. College football is back, baby. And uh, we're here to let the listeners know how we think and predict the season to go. And man, I am so excited to go through this season with you. It's uh, it's going to be a good one, and I can just feel it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good feelings uh, around Auburn fans. Uh, we are on the evening of officially us having Bo Nix announced as our short starting quarterback. QB1! And uh, I feel like it's just... I feel like either would have been great. Um, It's just, I feel like the knowing that we have a quarterback and the team knows who that is. It makes me feel feel better. How? You know, you know, I feel, I feel like it's bow time. (laughs) Bojangles. We're not advertised. (laughs) You know, I feel like that's their thing, but I feel like we're going to steal it. Just being Auburn fans. I really hope we somehow get the attention of Bojangles in some way on their social media and they start seeing it's Bo time and they're thinking, what is this? <laughs> like, who? what are they talking about? Are they loving our Bojangles food that much? <laughs> they have a good, a good breakfast chicken biscuit. I'll give them that. Yeah. Well, this year we've got Gus. Uh, again, this is his seventh year. Um, crazy to think we've had him for seven or this is his seventh year um we also have had kevin Steele and uh, as our defensive coordinator uh i think this is if i remember correctly this is our very first fourth year defensive coordinator in three decades and that, that dates back to 1989 when we had wayne hall as our defensive that was the year i was born <laughs> it's crazy um, man uh, yeah and, and then we brought in uh kenny dillingham to be offensive coordinator um this is his first year um uh, so uh, just wanted to like over arc like i feel like we've got really almost been blessed in a way to have such great uh coordinators and our head coach um because I was starting to think back on even Georgia, I think this this year they don't even have they don't even have their same two offensive and defensive coordinators. Same with Bama. I mean that's crazy. Uh, at least in the last couple of years. Um, so to have Kevin Steele, who's been here for four years, and I mean he's been throwing money. He's been showing the money. Hey, come coach he over here. He deserves it. Um, 
he's he's stayed with us and uh i think that our defense is going to be all the better because of it uh the ab poll also came out this past week uh auburn is number 16 um and i think that's a a pretty good spot to be at ben what are you thinking with uh being number 16 in the ab poll man i i love it because it's not too high and it's not too low it's the perfect spot for us to kind of sneak in there, beat the crap out of Oregon, jump up into the top 10, and then climb our way to that number one spot. So I love it. That would be awesome. And uh, right now, so we're going to be playing number 11, Oregon, uh, number 8, Florida, number 6, LSU, number 3, Georgia, and number 2, Alabama uh, this coming season. Uh, and those are only the teams that were that are ahead of us in the AB Bowl. And that's just showing you uh, how much uh, this schedule is going to be so tough uh, for our team. Um, but if we've got a team that can do it, I, I think this might be the one that um, can persevere through the really tough uh, games that we're going to have this season. Overall, Ben, not to jump into numbers yet, but... I feel like most outsiders are predicting seven to five or eight and four for, for Auburn season. Um, and I, I feel like that's kind of been about what people feel. Um, I think even uh, Las Vegas is having Auburn about, a you know, around that too. Uh, but it feels like Auburn fans, maybe we're just optimistic and maybe we're just Barners, but we're we're a lot more optimistic about Auburn um, and potentially even have Auburn having double digit wins um, this season. Um, what are you feeling just overall about this season and how tough it's going to be? Well, you know, the fact that it's so tough makes sense of why the rest of the nation expects a seven to five to eight and four season, because we play some of the top talent and hardest teams in the country year in and year out and we have to go on the road for a handful of these hmm. we we don't schedule cupcakes we're not playing duke the first game of the season <laughs> we're playing oregon baby that's right number 11 in the nation probably one of the best pac-12 teams maybe that's not saying much because the pac-12 but still we schedule difficult talent and yeah we have some cream puffs here and there but throughout the sec and throughout the sec west especially every year that you have to play Alabama and LSU and then Georgia because Deep South Old's rivalry. That's a tough schedule. For sure. Pile in the rest of the teams that we play and scheduling a, a tough non-conference opponent to start off the season. Yeah, it makes sense that we would probably win about half our games. But I think the Auburn Nation knows who we've got. They know who's coming back and they know who's at the helm. And after that Purdue game last year, we know that Gus is back. He's our OC regardless of the titles. He's going to be calling the plays. We've got a fantastic quarterbacks coach. Our defense is going to be stout. The sky's the limit for this team. And that's why the Auburn Nation, the true, they know what's going on. And that's why we uh, we expect some greatness this year. Yeah, and every, I've heard so many reports saying this may be the most talented team that Gus has like while he's at Auburn. And that's pretty crazy uh, because we've had some very talented teams before. Um, I believe it. We're just so deep. Yeah. So much talent up front and so deep. It's wild. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate that, um, especially considering I, I feel like our one of our biggest gripes uh, has been we don't have too much depth. And I feel like at most positions, we at least have at least two solid back 
at almost every position. Um, and that's going into a tough, a very tough SEC type matchups that we're going to have. I mean, you got to have two guys back ready to go. I, I just wanted to go into this, even though we just announced Bo as our starting quarterback. Do you think that potentially game two or game three or game four, we're going to see Joey play some significant time? Um, and if so, do you think that that significant amount of time, do you think that leads him to continue to stay with Auburn um, even further? Well, if we beat Oregon as handily as I think we might, uh, there's a good chance we could see Joey Gatewood later on in the first game. And for sure, I think he's going to get some playing time in the second and third games when we play Cream Puffs. Now, when we start playing Texas A&M and we we get up on that fourth game, that's when the question mark's going to come through because Joey Gatewood's a talented guy. He could lead a team, and he wants that QB1 spot. Yeah. And, so, and I, I want to see, obviously, Bo Nix succeed, but just being a true freshman, I just have a feeling we're going to see some huge, uh, maybe not all the time, but there's going to be some times where you're going to see him having huge growing pains. And maybe when Bo Nix throws a couple interceptions in a game and just isn't mentally there, we can have Joey come in and almost stabilize the offense. And I, I, I don't know if that will happen. Okay. You know? I I think that Bo Nix is as good as everyone is saying he is. And I, you know, what, looking at his high school career, and I realize it's high school, but still, it's it's still a bunch of, well, it's, you know, it's grown boys. It's significant when you're playing, you've won two state championships in 6A, which is extremely tough to do in the state of Alabama. Yeah. And he's done it twice. And he's, he's playing big guys. It's the closest thing you can get to... It's basically Juco ball at that point, right? So, you know, I, I think he, he comes in with a little more poise and a little more uh, ability than we give him credit for just from his high school years. And he had a, a collegiate quarterback coach as his dad throughout all those years, training him up since he was a little little, little kid. So now I, uh, I, I fully expect Bo Nix to come out there and just own that role. I, I sure hope so. Um, and I think Gus had enough uh, confidence in him. Uh, I mean, he, he's been here since what I think January, and had whole spring to practice. Now a full fall to practice um, with the team. And if he didn't feel confident enough, I feel like he would have gone with Joey, um, just because he's got a an extra year um, that just Bo doesn't have. Um, Let's jump over into our, our discussion of what positions do you think Auburn will be better at this season uh, than they were last season? Now, let's just stick with um, offense for right now, but uh, what positions do you think Auburn will be better at this season than they were last season? Well, first one's going to be the offensive line because that's where we need the most improvement. And these guys all being seniors, having grown together, having congealed together, I think they're going to be a unit this year. And... It, it's been a while since we've had all seniors on the O-line. That uh, And every time we do have that in the past, we've had a fantastic season. So I expect a lot from those guys. I think that's going to be our biggest improvement. Yeah. Uh, second's going to be the running game. Oh, do you, yeah, do you want me to sure. name them all? For sure. Because <laughs> we, we running it. <laughs> game last year, uh, I, a little bit of what I said earlier in a, a podcast or two ago, was 
it just didn't feel like we were running back you anymore. Yeah. And I love that it was brought up that RBU is back at Auburn. And I want Booby to have that attitude and, and prove it on the field. And I think he could get a thousand yards this year as well as maybe even another. Say we uh, are as explosive on the offense as I think we can be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and I think both of those positions are big growing points. And I think as the season, especially the last couple of games, offensive line improved drastically. Now, offensive yep. line, uh, they've got uh, pretty much a full year under them, their belt, ready to go. Running backs, while they weren't up to what we expect, um, I think this year um, we're going to have that. Um, and even if potentially we have some injuries at running back, I think we have enough just pure talented guys, even if they're freshmen, that can step in. Uh, and No entries. And really, Stay healthy. <laughs> that's that's the thing. It's knock on wood, all of it. And uh, uh, what what are you most excited about? Uh, this year for offense uh, not position but just overall is there anything that really excites you about um this year man i, li- I like touchdowns yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want a lot of touchdowns for sure i want to beat teams like we did in you know 2010 2013 so yeah and, and i think it, we saw a glimpse of that with purdue obviously but i oh, think yeah. that was uh probably because gus and the team are on the same page and I think the team and Gus and last year with Chip Lindsey were not on all the same page. And that's why we saw some uh, some fluky things that would happen on offense. We just have so many three and outs. And I think the team knowing that Gus is leading it, and Gus loves, absolutely loves calling plays, that in and of itself makes me excited um, about this offense this year that they're going to be on the same page ready to go and firing on all cylinders uh do you have any questions that that you might still have uh, for this offense uh going into this year uh i think i just want to see everything come together you know we have all the talent that we could possibly need on this team and uh you know what actually between the o-line quarterback running backs, wide receivers, I feel pretty confident. But there's one component that I really want to see, and that's going to be that secondary blocker, that H-back mm. position, the tight end. Yeah. I don't really know who fills that yet. I've heard a couple different names thrown here and there, but I'm not sure who's going to be our, our prochy prosh. For sure. You know? Or the Chandler Cox. I mean, both of those guys were guys that we had for, what, three, four years piece mm-hmm. and that that's got i mean that's hard to replace when you've got a guy taking 90 percent of the snaps and you don't have him anymore uh for the next season and that role for a gus malzahn offense is so important. so important there needs to be one more guy to come up and and block yeah and you know that that's i guess my biggest question and uh i guess you know two weeks from now we'll figure out who that is yeah for sure um let's go to like the the people, the exact standouts that you're going to see that you're looking for on offense. Um, just give me a name or two of who you think is going to be the standout for our offense. Uh, well, you don't go much further than Bo Nix. I think he's going to make plays in the air as well as on his feet. But then Booby Whitlow as well. Uh, I think he's, you know, RB1 if we ever name one. I know we do running back by committee, but there should be regardless of you know, our unicorn friend on the team that 
has yet Cam to grow Martin. his horn. <laughs> Correct. Hey, maybe he grows it this year, and uh, maybe he does. I man, I really hope he proves us wrong. I, I do too. I've been asking for it for a couple of years, and uh, you know, even if even if he does, it's still gonna be a two quarter or two running back show, if not more. Yeah, for sure. Because I think Harold Joyner is is a fantastic running back yeah. from everything He's that I've heard and that I've seen. Four and a truck. <laughs> Let's yeah. do this. <laughs> so I would love a, a booby joiner connection where we have kind of what we had with uh, Cadillac and Ronnie Brown in 2004. That would be really awesome. Um, that one guy that I think, or two guys, I mean, Seth Williams, I think we need to keep Absolutely. an eye on him just to see. I mean, was I don't think it was by any means a fluke, but I think he's going to be a standout for offense. And then uh, once Schwartz gets back, I think we're going to use him a lot more than we did last year. I mean, last year we used him about a little over 200 yards rushing and then about 350 yards passing. But I think we're going to use him a lot more. Like I, I expect uh, that not last year we had, I think it was about seven touchdowns with him. I think we're going to get more like 12, if not more touchdowns with, with shorts. And, and hmm. that could be, something that we use because he's just so fast and he's also pretty physical. I mean, it, for running uh, athlete, he's really agile. Um, I expect Matthew Hill to step it up too. Oh yeah. You know, Seth Williams on one side, Matthew Hill on the other, <laughs> throw shorts down the middle. You've got three incredible targets that you can hit on any given play. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you've got so many options with that, that I feel like Bo has to feel comfortable. Um, that definitely when the rush is coming, he'll have a guy that he can pass it to. Um, okay. Let's talk about defense. Um, who, who do you think is going to be our standout in defense? Um, there's obviously a lot of guys that came back this year, specifically on defense to make an impact. Um, but who do you think is going to be our standout? Man, I think Derek Brown might go number one in the NFL draft next year. So awesome. So I, awesome. I'm going to say Derek Brown. <laughs> that, yeah. He's a, he's a beast of a man for sure. I, I'm going to go with Daniel Thomas. I mean, he's, he's been a very consistent guy in the secondary. And I think this year might be uh, a year where he really starts to get nationally recognized. He's already got a little from this past year, but with how much he shuts down his wide receivers, I think he can, he can be one of those, uh, guys that may get drafted in a year or two um, just because of how talented he is. Um, are there any questions you have as far as defense? Um, and if so, what position do you think that that is? Uh, really, the only area we struggled last year was in the secondary. And based on, you know, spring practice earlier, the A-Day game, and then fall camp, all I've heard is that these guys are attacking the ball and making plays on wide receivers. And with our wide receiver core, as talented as they are, to have the DBs and safeties coming in, breaking up plays, and stealing the ball, I don't really have any worries anymore. Yeah. So I I feel like if if we're talking about which side of the ball is going to be a better unit, regardless of, of how talented everyone on the offense is, the defense is going to take it every time. This defense is so stacked, and Kevin Steele has done such a good job building it up, plugging guys in, and training them up to be fantastic players. 
the defense is going to be so stout, man. It's probably the best defense we've ever had. Yeah, and that's obviously saying a lot uh, because we've had some really awesome defenses. Um, And to go up against a lot of these offenses that are very high-powered, that it's it's it would be uncommon for them to only score 10 or less points in a game. They're, they're teams that can put up 30, 40, 50 points pretty quickly if you don't have a good game plan on defense to stop them. And uh, that's that's obviously saying a lot for Kevin Steele. Um, one thing that I, I think that we do have some room to grow on, um, or not, not to grow on, but to that may be an issue for me this year is uh, linebackers. I'm not saying they are. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think that may be something to really keep an eye on because, uh, we, we got like all of our linebackers left and that's going to be tough to fill. Uh, and I think guys like KJ Britt are going to step in there and they've been behind guys like Deshaun Davis that was the quarterback of the defense and really step in and be like that leader that we really do need on defense. Um, so I think it's it's going to be very helpful, especially for our linebackers, um, since the uh, defensive line is going to be so, so stout. Um, and that's going to mm-hmm. help them. Uh, they won't have as much of a burden on them, uh, so they can kind of get into their groove as, uh, as linebackers. Um, I think they're probably still going to have some mistakes, and we're probably going to point out, oh, man, they you know took a bad angle here. They did this wrong. Uh, they could have had an interception here. Um, but I think that's just all part of the growing experience uh, for the linebackers. Uh, let's jump on into what everyone came here for. Not only just the overall, but what do you expect out of each individual game? So Ben and I are going to talk about each game, uh, give you a brief summary of what to expect out of this game, and uh, then we'll give, like we did last year, uh, we are going to give not a specific score, but we're going to give how much we think the team that we think is going to win is going to win by. Uh, so, for example, I think Auburn's going to beat Oregon, and I think we're going to beat them by seven points, that kind of thing. Um, hmm. All right, Ben, let's jump into it. So, Oregon, big kickoff game, uh, 6.30 right. in Jerry World. Uh, I know a lot of Auburn fans already that are going to this game, and uh, sadly I'm not going to it, but... I wish I was. Um, not going to lie. I looked up tickets. <laughs> Where are they They're at? actually not that bad. Okay. They're right around $54 right Ooh, now. That's not bad at all. Yeah, not. Um, if you want to make the drive out for 12 hours or whatever it takes to get to Texas. Yeah, then... you'd, you'd have to probably, I mean, that's going to be your weekend is uh, driving. Yeah. But, I mean, for a $50 ticket, that's not too bad. Definitely. Get out there, Auburn. Represent. So, Oregon season last year, uh, they won 9-4. and four. They were 5-4 and four in the Pac-12. Uh they got beat by unranked Utah and Arizona. So I think that that says something about uh, their losses right there. Um, so not to say that there's anything to, to laugh about. Um, and then they have their extremely good quarterback, Justin Herbert. Um, he's a Heisman hopeful. Uh, he's returning for a senior season. Uh, and there's a lot of teammates that are returning with him too. Uh, they they expect something big to happen this season. Uh, I I expect this game to be a tone setter for Auburn. Uh, if we win this game, we we could have a very upward trajectory of how we 
go this season. Uh, but if we lose, this could be potentially bad, especially for a true freshman quarterback uh, trying to find his footing as a starting back, starting quarterback at a, a very large SEC uh, school. Uh, ben, what's your thoughts on Oregon and uh, get on into uh, what you uh, predict for this game? Man, they uh, they're loaded. They have a great number of talented players on their offense. Their quarterback is elite. They come back and return a bunch of uh, starters from last year. Last year wasn't great for them, but they also never face a defense like Auburn has this year. So it's going to be very telling for them just how good that offense is when uh, we meet in Dallas and they get to meet the Auburn defense. Yeah. Because... Derek Brown busting through a line coming at your face is uh, not something easy to throw or run out of. Yeah, absolutely. And regardless of how good of a quarterback you are, the offensive line, and I know they say they're one of the best, you can't hold back these guys. Yeah, and to have guys like Derek Brown and Nick Coe running at your face, it's that's got to be scary, especially uh, with Oregon. And they've had some uh, wide receivers that uh, either left last season uh, and then they've also had some that have had injuries. Um, one of their main ones, uh, had a, a foot injury, um, and is out, I think six to eight weeks. So it probably puts them at like, you know, week four of actual season. So we'll see what that, that looks like for him. Um, I, I'm expecting Auburn to win this one. Um, I think we're going to do so. and I really hope so handily. Um, I think we'll do it, um, I think we're going to do it by winning by 10 points. Maybe that's a pretty bold statement, but I think our defense has the capability to shut down Oregon. And uh, if we can just run the ball, and I think we can run the ball against Oregon, then I think we can put up some good numbers on them. Uh, ben, how much do you think uh, either Auburn or Oregon is going to win? Well, coming into this game, I've heard a lot of people say it's going to be close. And I said, I will guarantee you it won't be 22 to 19 this time, baby. And uh, I'm expecting Auburn to come in and just go off. Uh, I expect the first half to be a shutdown of Oregon's offense by our defense and our offense just to come alive. And uh, back half, I think we'll probably, you know, be able to play maybe a backup quarterback and we'll win by 17. Oh, big, big 17. Pretty bold there. <laughs> uh, I, I feel, I feel good about this game, man. I know I, it's a tough I'm, opponent. I'm, I'm feeling more and more better about it. I feel good. Uh, the next two games, uh, we somehow got night games for Tulane and Kitt State. I'm still kind of, uh, flabbergasted as well how we got night games for them, but SEC network. You know, hey, that's nice. We got night games and, <laughs> and Jordan Hare, and those are always fun. Uh, so we're going to jump in, uh, to talking about Tulane. We're going to be playing them at six 30 and Jordan Hare. Uh, Tulane last season, uh, had a season of seven and six, five and three in the American conference. Uh, they lost to, are you ready for this? They lost to Ohio state 49 to six. Yep. I, I'm just going to go how, go out and say, I expect Auburn to do the same thing and, uh, put up <laughs> that much points against Tulane. Um, I'm going to say we win by 40 points. Maybe that's ah. bold. Am, am I getting into Ben King territory? You might just be. <laughs> so uh, I think that Bo Nix has five passing touchdowns in this game. Okay. And 
We win by 42. All right. I like it. I feel like you had to just one-up me and say 42 instead of no, just 40. No, 42 is a multiple of seven. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's true. Um, let's talk about the next game, Kent State, another cream puff that we've got on our schedule, another night game, uh, 6 p.m. in Jordan-Hare. Uh, Kent State, ready for this? Two wins last season. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind uh, we're going to have no problems with them. And uh, I could see even Court Sandberg getting out in this game uh, because we're just going to be – kicking their butt that much <laughs> um one interesting thing do you remember woody barrett yeah okay so woody barrett uh he was a backup quarterback for us for a while um big recruit that we got uh he lost the job i think to jared stidham if i remember back um and he decided to transfer um and he went to kent state so we'll get to play against old woody barrett again so i thought that was pretty neat well I never want to pick against a former Auburn man, but sorry, Woody. Well, it's either pick a, against a Auburn man or against a ton of Auburn men. So, you know, I'd take one over, you know, 100. Absolutely. Um, what what do you expect Auburn to win by for this for this game? Uh, so I had to look up last year the the game I went to against Liberty. We beat them 53 to nothing. I'm going to say we beat Kent State 53 to nothing. <laughs> 53 point win that's huge that is huge um i'm gonna go 49 points and and say we win by seven touchdowns let's talk about our very first sec opponent texas a&m uh the last season uh they had a new head coach uh they've got the man from fsu like why like why does he always seem to follow us like it just seems like he does hate this guy um but anyways uh so now we we're facing them again uh we finally beat them at home um but now we have to go out to texas a&m for this game Uh, we finally broke that weird always the away team won the game it's kind of weird um and i hope that we start that back this next season and actually win against (laughs) a&m back in uh college station how cool would that be i would love to beat jimbo twice (laughs) in a row so fantastic uh, I think it's going to happen too. A uh, little, little bit of a preview there. <laughs> I think Texas A&M, they've got Kellen Mond as their quarterback again. But I, I just feel like the way the game ended last season, they're going to have a really bad taste in their mouth. Like they, they got the like the win taken from them. Because um, I remember even walking out of that stadium thinking, all right, the game's over. All right, cool. Let's go. Let's go home now. And then I hear over the loudspeakers, hey, play will resume in a couple minutes. Everybody clear the playing field. And I'm like, what's going on? What is happening right now? Um, And I just feel like Texas A&M felt like they got a win taken from them last season and will want some some revenge on this. Um, So I know this one will probably be a lot closer. Um, I think this might be one of Auburn's first losses. I'm not necessarily saying we'll lose this game, but it might be just knowing how good uh, Texas A&M might be this season. Uh, they do have, and this is kind of kind of good for Auburn, their defense is only returning four starters. So that means hopefully with the two tune-up games of Tulane and Kent State, our offense is ready to go. And uh, this fourth game is really like when we get to show off 
how amazing Auburn's offense is uh, for 2019. Uh, I think we're, we're going to win this game, but it's probably going to be a pretty messy, uh, probably tight game. Um, I'm going to say we win by three points, um, and I think this might be one of the first games that uh, we see Anders Carlson uh, put under some pressure, but uh, I think at this point, he's had a year. Gus has put him in some some pretty tough situations, but I think Anders has learned from it. Um, and I think this might be the year that uh, Anders makes a kick and gets us that win. So I think we're going to win by three. Ben, what are you thinking about this game? I'm sure AM has this game circled. And, uh, you know, they played Clemson two games before this, so we'll see really what they're about depending on how they perform in that game. However, I think that we're just going to overpower one, their defense, as well as our defense overpower their offense. And at the end, I think we'll we'll still win handily. Uh, ten points up by Auburn. <laughs> nice. I like it. A little bold saying ten points, but uh, it could potentially happen, especially if our offense is going and we were able to uh, just hone in on what Kellen Mond and their offense is doing. Uh, the next game that we have is at the end of September, uh, Mississippi state. Uh, this is going to be hopefully not too bad. I feel like if we lose to the Mississippi state, this could be a really bad sign for the season. And we might only win like six or seven games this season because I don't think Mississippi state's that good this year. Um, last season they were eight and five and went four and four in the conference. Um, I really hope, I really hope we're able to make another statement and get a win out of this. I think this is one of those must-win games uh, that we have. Um, I think we're probably going to win, being in Jordan Hare, um, I think we're going to win by 14 points. Uh, ben, what do you think about this game? Uh, I think this is a revenge game for us because last year that game was taken from us by <laughs> terrible calls and pathetic, pathetic touchdown ghost touchdowns yeah right you know how many times can you stop a team on the one yard line right huh it's four times and then it's a turnover absolutely it's not a touchdown just because you tried four times (laughs) that's right and so i think we come in and we just wipe the floor with mississippi state beating by 34 yeah that would be awesome i think you're being a little optimistic but no that that would be awesome if we just wiped the floor with them because i think mississippi state is in another I don't know if it's necessarily a rebuilding year, but it's it's a year where they're not going to be a top 25 team probably until towards the end of the year if they have a, a halfway decent season. Uh, so the next round of games is in October, and they're all away. This is going to be a tough, a tough month, I feel like, for Auburn. Um, we have Florida at Florida in Gainesville at Arkansas, and at LSU. This is going to be mm. so tough. Um, I mean, not the Arkansas game, because Arkansas, come on. They, they won two games last season. Are you kidding me? Come on. Uh, but <laughs> Florida and LSU are obviously going to be really tough. Um, so the Florida game is going to be in Gainesville. Uh, we have them, or Florida has us as their homecoming game, which I thought, you know, kind of, kind of interesting. Like, they chose us for their homecoming game. Um, huh. Yeah. So I don't know if that's any disrespect or anything. Usually just... you want to win your homecoming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know what Dan Mullen and whoever planned that schedule is what they were thinking, but 
you know, whatever. Uh, last season, uh, Florida had a 10 and three season, five and three in the SEC. Uh, they ended up tying for second in the East division of the SEC. Uh, they did win their last four games of the season. Uh, so I think Dan Mullen, he's, he's got this team in the right direction for Florida. Um, but they did, and this is, this is going to be tough. I mean, these, these things are hard to overcome if you look back at, at even Auburn season last year, but Florida lost four offensive linemen. And just think about how hard it was for Auburn to get continuity on the offensive line. And mm. that's going to be tough. I mean, this is only what, like the fifth game of the season or six, yeah, was that sixth game of the season? So that's, you can get some continuity by that point. But I mean, our defensive line is going to probably try to destroy that offensive line in this game and just get in the quarterback's face. Um, their quarterback, Felipe Franks, uh, he's a veteran quarterback. This is his third season at quarterback. Um, and I think we can get to him. I think if we get into get to him, that's when that's when I think Florida lost a lot of their games was when Felipe Franks was just completely flabbergasted, uh, couldn't figure out what he was doing. Um, and the three losses, Franks, uh, uh, the, 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 the three Florida losses, Franks had – uh, a completion rating of 48%. So I think that's a very crucial thing that we get to the quarterback and our DBs play lockdown defense. Um, and I think we are able to maybe come out with a win. Um, I also think this might be a loss um, just because Florida is going to be tough this year. And, and of course we get Florida on their upswing. Um, of <laughs> course we do. It just makes sense because we're Auburn. Uh, but that's just the way it goes. Um, what are you thinking about this game, Ben? Uh, this is probably going to be one of the bigger SEC games that we have this season. Um, that could go either one of two ways. Mm, I'm feeling more of one way. Uh, I know Florida is hyped right now, and they're one of the better teams in the East, but it is the East, and I don't think... Felipe Franks has what it takes to beat the Auburn defense. Uh, last year, I watched a couple games where he ran like a chicken with his head cut off. <laughs> and when you lose majority of your offensive line and you have a defensive line like we do coming after you and they have your number, it's going to be a long day for him. When you can't get a pass off and you can't start running the ball because the line is all up in your face. <laughs> You usually lose games. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, we'll be able to watch Florida against Miami here as the season kickoff and see just what they're all about. Uh, Miami's not a very good team right now, so you probably won't learn too much from it. I expect Florida to be undefeated coming into this game, but I expect them to lose the game. And I I think it'll be a, a pretty solid loss, too. All right. You know, I'm saying we win by a touchdown, if not more. Okay. I'm gonna put you down at seven, winning by seven. Yep. And if we win by more, that's that'd be awesome to come out of Gainesville with a win. I think I'm gonna have to put us down as our first loss here. As much as it hurts me, I think this might be our first loss, um, and it's not gonna be by much because I think Auburn is gonna claw at Florida, um, but I think we might lose, and I'm gonna say we lose by three points. What What's happened the last the last two decades? We played Florida every single time. Well. I think we've beaten them, haven't we? Correct. What happened the last time Florida won the national title? Who, who beat them? 
Auburn. That's right. We own Florida. <laughs> yeah, we, we own the Gators. We beat, was, that, was that Tebow's year? Was that it right? was. That's right. Yep. So uh, I I expect us to, to still own this rivalry, and I, I feel good about it. And then after the Florida game, we get a much-needed bye in October. Uh, and that's uh, where we'll pick up with our next podcast. Uh, so be looking out for that in the next day or so. Uh, and we'll be putting that out. Uh, and as always, it's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle, beat the Gators! Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?